0: Good morning, it's July 10th. First Chronicles 9 to 10, 14 All Israel was listed in the genealogies recorded in the book of the kings of Israel. The people of Judah were taken captive to Babylon because of their unfaithfulness. Now the first to resettle on their own property in their own towns were some Israelites, priests, Levites, and temple servants. Those from Judah, from Benjamin, and from Ephraim and Manasseh, who lived in Jerusalem, were Uthai, son of Amihud, the son of Omri, the son of Imri, the son of Bani, the descendant of Perez, son of Judah. Of the Shalonites, Asaiah, the firstborn, and his sons. Of the Jerahites, Jehuel, the people from Judah numbered 690. Of the Benjamin, Salu, son of Meshulam, the son of Hodoviah, the son of Hesennuah, Ibniyah, son of Jerahum, Elah, son of Uzi, the son of Mikri, and Mishulam, son of Shephatiah, the son of Ruel, the son of Ibnijah. The people from Benjamin, as listed in their genealogy, numbered 956. All these men were heads of their families. Of the priests, Jedidiah, Jehoiurab, Jakin. Azariah, son of Hilkiah, the son of Meshulam, the son of Zadok, the son of Meriath, the son of Ahitub, the official in charge of the house of God, Adiah, son of Jerahom, the son of Peshur, the son of Malkijah, and Masai, son of Ediel, the son of Jezurah, the son of Meshulam, the son of Meshulameth, the son of Immer. The priests who were heads of families numbered 1,760. They were able men responsible for ministering in the house of God. Of the Levite, Shemaiah, son of Hushab, the son of Azricam, the son of a Amarite, Bacchabar, Harish, Galel, and Metaniah, son of Micah, the son of Zikri, the son of Asaph, Obadiah, son of Shemaiah, the son of Galel, the son of Jedethon, and Berechiah, son of Asa, the son of Elkanah, who lived in the villages of the Netophathites. The gatekeepers, Shalem, Akub, Talmon, Aheman, and their brothers, Shalem, their chief being stationed at the king's gate on the east up to the present time. These were the gatekeepers belonging to the camp of the Levites. Shalem, son of Kor, the son of Ebiasef, the son of Korah, and his fellow gatekeepers from his family, the koharites were responsible for guarding the thresholds of the tent just as their fathers had been responsible for guarding the entrance to the dwelling of the Lord. In earlier times, Phineas, son of Eliezer, was in charge of the gatekeepers, and the Lord was with him. Zechariah, son of Meshelemiah, was the gatekeeper at the entrance to the tent of meeting. Altogether, those chosen to be gatekeepers at the thresholds numbered 212. They were registered by genealogy in their villages. The gatekeepers had been assigned to their positions of trust by David and Samuel the seer. They and their descendants were in charge of guarding the gates of the house of the Lord, the house called the tent. The gatekeepers were on the four sides, east, west, north, and south. Their brothers in their villages had to come from time to time and share their duties for seven-day periods but the four principal gatekeepers who were Levites were entrusted with the responsibility for the rooms and treasuries in the house of God. They would spend the night stationed around the house of God because they had to guard it, and they had charge of the key for opening it each morning. Some of them were in charge of the articles used in the temple service. They counted them when they were brought in and when they were taken out. Others were assigned to take care of the furnishings, and all the other articles of the sanctuary, as well as the flour and wine, and the oil, incense, and spices. But some of the priests took care of mixing the spices. A Levite named Metathiah, the firstborn son of Shelem the Koharite, was entrusted with the responsibility for baking the offering bread. Some of the Kohathite brothers were in charge of preparing for every Sabbath the bread set out on the table. Those who were musicians, heads of Levite families, stayed in the rooms of the temple and were exempt from their other duties because they were responsible for the work day and night. All these were heads of Levite families, chiefs as listed in their genealogy, and they lived in Jerusalem. Jael, the son of the father of Gibeon, lived in Gibeon. His wife's name was Mecca, and his firstborn son was Abdon, followed by Zur, Kish, Baal, Ner, Nadab, Geder. Ahio, Zechariah, and Mikloth. Mikloth was the father of Shimeon. They, too, lived near their relatives in Jerusalem. Ner was the father of Kish, Kish the father of Saul, and Saul the father of Jonathan, Melchishua, Abinadab, and Ishbel. The son of Jonathan, Meribal, who was the father of Micah. The sons of Micah, Python, Melech, Tariah, and Ahaz. Ahaz was the father of Jada, Jada was the father of Elimeth, Asmaveth and Zimri, and Zimri was the father of Moza. Mosa was the father of Benia, Raphiah was the, his son, Eliezer his son, and Azel his son. Azel had six sons, and these were their names. Azracam, Bekaru, Ishmael, Shariah, Shariah, Obadiah, and Henan. These were the sons of Azel. Now the Philistines fought against Israel. The Israelites fled before them, and many fell slain on Mount Geboah. The Philistines pressed hard after Saul and his sons, and they killed his sons Jonathan Abinadab and Malchishua. The fighting grew fierce around Saul, and when the archers overtook him, they wounded him. Saul said to his armor-bearer, Draw your sword and run me through, or these uncircumcised fellows will come and abuse me. But his armor-bearer was terrified and would not do it, so Saul took his own sword and fell on it. When the armor-bearer saw that Saul was dead, he too fell on his sword and died. So Saul and his three sons died, and all his house died together. When all the Israelites in the valley saw that the army had fled, and that Saul and his sons had died, they abandoned their towns and fled, and the Philistines came and occupied them. The next day, when the Philistines came to strip the dead, they found Saul and his sons fallen on Mount Goboah. They stripped him and took his head and his armor, And sent messengers throughout the land of the Philistines to proclaim the news among their idols and their people. They put his armor in the temple of their gods and hung up his head in the temple of Dagon. When all the inhabitants of Jabesh, Gilead, heard of everything the Philistines had done to Saul, all their valiant men went and took the bodies of Saul and his sons and brought them to Jabesh. Then they buried their bones under the great tree in Jabesh, and they fasted seven days." Saul died because he was unfaithful to the Lord. He did not not keep the word of the Lord, and even consulted a medium for guidance, and did not inquire of the Lord. So the Lord put him to death and turned the kingdom over to David, son of Jesse. Acts 27, 21-44 After the men had gone a long time without food, Paul stood up before them and said, "'Men, you should have taken my advice not to sail from Crete.' Then you would have spared yourself this damage and loss. But now I urge you to keep up your courage, because not one of you will be lost. Only the ship will be destroyed. Last night an angel of the the God whom I am and whom I serve stood beside me and said, Do not be afraid, Paul. You must stand trial before Caesar, and God has graciously given you the lives of all who sail with you. So keep up your courage, men, for I have faith in God that it will happen just as he told me. Nevertheless, we must run aground on some island. On the fourteenth night, we were still being driven across the Adriatic Sea, when about midnight the sailors sensed they were approaching land. They took soundings and found that the water was a hundred and twenty feet deep. A short time later, they took soundings again and found it was ninety feet deep. Fearing that we would be dashed against the rocks, they dropped four anchors from the stern and prayed for daylight." In an attempt to escape from the ship, the sailors let the lifeboat down into the sea, pretending they were going to lower some anchors from the bow. Then Paul said to the centurion and the soldiers, unless these men stay with the ship, you cannot be saved. So the soldiers cut the ropes that held the lifeboat and let it fall away. Just before dawn, Paul urged them all to eat. For the last 14 days, he said, you have been in constant suspense and have gone without food. You haven't eaten anything. Now, I urge you to take some food. You need it to survive. Not one of you will lose a single hair from his head. After he said this, he took some bread and gave thanks to God in front of them all. Then he broke it and began to eat. They were all encouraged and ate some food themselves. Altogether, there were 276 of us on board. When they had eaten as much as they wanted, they lightened the ship by throwing the grain into the sea. When daylight came, they did not recognize the land. But they saw a bay with a sandy beach, where they decided to run the ship aground if they could. Cutting loose the anchors, they left them in the sea and at the same time untied the ropes that held the rudders. Then they hoisted the foresail to the wind and made for the beach. But the ship struck a sandbar and ran aground. The bow stuck fast and would not move, and the stern was broken to pieces by the pounding of the surf. The soldiers planned to kill the prisoners to prevent any of them from swimming away and escaping. But the centurion wanted to spare Paul's life and kept them from carrying out their plan. He ordered those who could swim to jump overboard first and get to land. The rest were to get there on planks or on pieces of the ship. In this way, everyone reached the land in safety. Psalm 8, 1-9 O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth! You have set your glory above the heavens. From the lips of children and infants you have ordained praise because of your enemies, to silence the foe and the avenger. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is man that you are mindful of him, the son of man that you care for him? You made him a little lower than the heavenly beings and crowned him with glory and honor. You made him ruler over the works of your hands. You put everything under his feet, all flocks and herds and the beasts of the field, the birds of the air and the fish of the sea all that swim the paths of the seas. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Proverbs for today is eighteen twenty-three to 24. A poor man pleads for mercy, but a rich man answers harshly. A man of many companions may come to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Walk with a king today and be a blessing.